relationships are messy and people's feelings get hurt, who needs it? We're young, we live in one of the most beautiful cities in the world, might as well have fun while we can and save the series separately. Yeah, but wait, wait, what happens if you fall in love? What? Well, you don't believe that, do you? Oh, uh, what? There's an old Latin saying that goes around, and you've probably heard of it if you haven't. Well, fingers crossed if you haven't. But maybe you've dived into the self-improvement phase, or maybe you've dived into philosophy, or even the Stoics like Seneca, Socrates, all those big names that you've probably heard of in passing at least. And there is this phrase that comes up a lot, and it's called memento mori. Now exactly what the heck does that mean and why is that relevant to you? Because these people lived thousands of years ago, so how is this relevant to you? In actuality, if you actually look at these books and all these things that these old writers, old being thousands of years ago, are writing, there is a lot of parallels to what we're going through now. There's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of them asking themselves, what am I doing with my life? Exactly, am I headed in the right direction? Am I doing the most good I can for people today? Is there hope for the future? Do I have a healthy enough amount of hope for the future? All these questions you've probably asked yourself maybe even today or even yesterday, last week, maybe in the past hour or so. And these are the same questions that you'll probably see if you do dive into stoic pieces of work, if you do read meditations by Marcus Aurelius, if you read books by Ryan Holiday, and the reason why I started this whole topic to begin with is because I'm really diving deep into Ryan Holiday's work. Memento Mori, what exactly does that mean? Memento Mori means remember thy death, or remember your death, meaning, yeah, you're going to die one day. It's a notion that we all agree that we know, but we don't directly think about it every single day as we live. You know, there's this popular phrase called YOLO, you only live once, that really became popularized in the early 2010s, and unfortunately is kind of stretching over in time till this day. So if you're still saying that, many, many judgments to you. But if you do, I don't judge you. It's okay. I say YOLO sometimes as well. Let's just say that Memento Mori was the Stoics and philosophers YOLO. Memento Mori, remember thy death. It's something that we always have to remember and keep in the forefront of our brain. Even if we live in this life where so many things are happening, and actually because so many things are happening, we do tend to forget that, yeah, this life will end with death. And I don't mean to be, you know, pessimistic, because optimistic is literally the second half of this podcast name. It's just a lot of things are going on in my life, what I'm learning and a lot of the entries I'm making into my journal are revolving around this idea that a lot of the things that we think about today, the worries that we have are really taking us away from the fact that, is it really going to worry us five years from now? And a lot of the things in life are temporary, even this life to begin with. And we always remember and believe that our loved ones and our parents, our friends, whatever you so be it, are going to live forever. We actually go about our days assuming that X friend or Y friend is doing well and they're living their best life because you saw their Instagram story or whatever, and we believe they're going to live forever. But the thing is, that helps kind of 
cushion the blow that's inevitably going to happen, but not in a good way. Those darker moments are going to arise. Next thing you know, it maybe that same friend that you thought was going to be okay or was doing okay is going to post something very, very dark on their story, and they're going to be very real with you because then at the end of the day, social media is just highlights of someone's day, and it's a highlight of your own life if you do partake in social media. I do too. I'm not. I'm not blaming you or pointing any fingers. Now the thing is. We live life in autopilot, and it's something that we've mentioned in this podcast many, many times over, and living life in autopilot doesn't just mean moving forward while this, you know, refusing to be fully aware of our surroundings, but it also implies that we're not having a full awareness of what is at the end of this journey of ours, and this journey of ours is going to end in, yes, as you call it, death, as the Stoics really were you know, macabre for being thinkers like that. They're always having the end in mind. And the thing is, when you think about it, old age, when we look out into the world and go out for your little grocery, your little target run, whatever you so call it, and you see, you know, elderly people, that old age that was struck, that struck them is going to strike you one day, right? And there will be people in your life that you you love so dearly or maybe you just met them in passing and you just saw them at the party last week or whatever and you know anyone can pass away unexpectedly tomorrow or today and that that it's you included and I, again i don't mean to bring any ominous thoughts into your head i don't mean to have the idea of death to lurk and creep into the in the every corner of your house and you thinking about it to lay awake at night and just thinking about death because if you do that, it's not a really productive thing to do all the time if it's going to scare you. Rather, it's supposed to serve as a motivator. Memento Mori wasn't something to scare the bejeebus out of people. It was actually to strike a certain healthy level of reality into people, reassuring that things in this life that we worry about. Some people say, you worry about something today that's probably not going to matter five years from now. Memento Mori was the philosopher's way of reminding themselves that this life is going to end. I have to maximize as much as I can to fulfill what I need to do. And the thing is, yes, old age strikes everyone, including you. People pass away unexpectedly. And those are the worst kinds of, you know, worst kinds of situations where people pass away unexpectedly. Even those that we thought were extremely healthy and all of a sudden there's this major accident that happened and it took the lives of such beautiful souls, right? And one thing that we have to break the ice on is that we live life in autopilot. I don't know if this is, you know, hopefully you're listening to this and you're not living life in autopilot and that you're fully aware of all the things that are happening in your life. If not, that's completely fine. I'm a culprit of also living in autopilot. It's good to build awareness and have those moments of silence in your life where you're reflecting on how you're feeling, how your emotions are feeling. I know it sounds weird, but my friend really taught me that recently. Your emotions have feelings too. Why you're feeling those emotions and just meditate on what your I know meditation has a very weird connotation where people are just sitting down opening up their headspace app on their phone and just like relaxing for 30 seconds. But meditation is just the like the observance of thought. You're not supposed to be chasing every thought. If every thought that comes in your brain is like a car and you're a dog, you're not going to chase every single car because it's not going to be productive. What you're doing with meditation and meditating on things is that you're observing them happen and unfolding 
in front of you and you're trying to assess if it's worth your energy, worth your time, and if you want to proceed with that given pursuit, right? We all believe when we're in autopilot that we're invincible, that we are not going to be stricken by old age, we're not going to be stricken by these unexpected things that are going to happen that may potentially be life posing. And we believe that we're invincible. And that's not really the case, right? Things happen. Things happen to you, things happen to me, going through motions, right? Like you didn't think that you were going to be where you are a year ago in a positive or negative way, however you look at it. Again, this is not me awakening thoughts of death in your head to creep around the corner to scare the hell out of you because it's a matter of just reminding you that when you think about death it's not a matter of if it's going to happen it's a matter of when it's going to happen and this is not supposed to strike fear into your heart and like you know paralyze you where you are right now but rather remind you that this life that you've been given there's only one life. In video games, you get many lives. You can respawn as many times as you want, and you can increase your kill-death ratio because that's why there's a kill-death ratio because you can have many deaths and many kills in like Call of Duty because you have many attempts. As opposed to this life in reality, for those of you that are actually gamers, take away your eyes from the screen for a second and realize that you don't respawn in this life as the same person, as the same being, if you believe in, if you believe in something else where you believe in the recycling of souls, then yes, you do respond in a way. But what I'm saying is responding as the same exact person. If you were to, you know, jump off a skyscraper, you're not going to respond back at the top of the building like you would do at games, right? You only have one life to live. Death is going to happen. Death is going to be inevitable in a way. Now, it's actually beneficial that we don't really know how we're going to go away. But unfortunately, there are circumstances out there where we do have loved ones that are stricken with diseases like cancer, where we do know the amount of time that they have. And we kind of look at those circumstances and we see them change and kind of mold themselves in the situation where they realize and really, really deeply reflect on the things that they wish they could have done or wish they who they could have been, could have, would have, should have, as they say. And this topic in why I bring it up is I, I want to reduce the amount of deep thought of shoulda, coulda, wouldas that you potentially would have at the end of your life. Because this is something I've been thoroughly thinking about as my mom has been stricken with uh, a really severe sickness that really affects her. Uh, she's lost a lot of weight. She's She's going through a lot of things. And I so much empathy that is exude to her every day from me and from my my dad and my family and there's just not much we can do and all we can do is be optimistic and hope that it's going to be better and i mentioned this in the previous episode that i don't want anyone who's listening to this podcast to be struck with this circumstance to realize and finally build that awareness that this life is the only life that we're given to be who we are right now if you're you know, your name's Jason. This is your only time, Jason. You can do this. Um, and there are so many things that you can accomplish in life if you really put your mind to it, as some people say. But some people forget the other side of it is like you can accomplish anything if you really put your heart into it. And these past months where my mom has been stricken with this condition, um, 
has really affected me deeply on a very, has shaken my core, as some people say, and not in a good way. I am going through a lot of bounds of depression, things that are not very, very, they're not very apparent when we ha- like if I were to be with you on the outside setting, because I do go outside of the house and try to spend time with people I love and um, try to make the most of everything and don't want to be a Debbie Downer in that situation. But there's so many things that are happening inside of me emotionally that I still don't know how to properly express, uh, except through these podcasts, if you're still listening to this and such like that. And again, all this circumstances made me come to realize this scenario of a mental mori as I read it on the page of this book that I was reading recently. And it really hit me. It really hit a nerve for me. And yeah, it just made me be reminded that I get so upset about different things about how, you know, have to be here at home being like an unofficial caregiver for my mom, who is pretty young to be experiencing this condition. And now she's experiencing it. And I'm mad at myself that I wasn't prepared for it. But are we actually prepared for any of these things? But what really shook me is that I, I was live. I realized I was living in autopilot, this the state of autopilot, until this happened. This really, really awoke me, took me by the shoulders, and shook me, and made me realize that you'll never be fully prepared for anything, but you have to make the most of the circumstances. And it boils down to what you value, what you really appreciate in life, all these big things. And one thing that I always put down whenever uh, exercising college or school, whatever, makes you write down something, what's your biggest value in life. And I always know that my number one is family. And if my actions align with that value, and this is the same for you, if your actions align with that value, you will potentially find, you know, you will find a sense of purpose, a a sense of meaningfulness in what you do no matter what, as long as those actions are aligned with your potential uh, values. So make sure you list out your values. I know it sounds dumb that you like list out values. Write it down, if you will. Writing down these things is really helpful. And I know a lot of people like, you know, tape them up on the wall so they can be reminded every single day. I don't really do that. Uh, I like writing it in my journal. So it's kind of to myself and it's very privatized, but it's totally up to you. Now, when people say stop and smell the roses, you know, they, they, people always say stop and smell the roses, kind of implying that you're going too fast. You're not really living within this moment. You're not stopping to realize and smell and sensory wise, whatever, everything that's around you, that's beautiful. You're not taking the time to yourself uh, because you're not giving yourself due service. Let's just say to appreciate the little things in life, the big things in life, whatever, so be it. Because you're moving through life so quickly. You're trying to get that promotion. You're trying to get that new iPhone. You're trying to make sure that the team that you're rooting for at the Super Bowl is very, very good. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna actually hit those touchdowns and they're going to win the game, everything. All those things get in the way. And sometimes we forget to stop and smell the roses. Roses being what you value are those actions associated and aligned with those values that you set out for yourself. Now, when they say roses, they're not really referring to flowers, right? Like we just said, it's actually referring to all the things that you hold dear in life, the beautiful aspects of your life. You know exactly what you hold dear in your life. I have a lot of friends that, uh, I don't have a lot of friends, but I have a lot of friends that are artistic in a way, and they express themselves through art. 
and it's just so beautiful and so touching like whenever i see someone put out their music or put out covers i don't know if you share the sentiment but putting out covers or you know singing drawing like putting out their their drawings and it, it just touches me in a way that i've never ever felt before like i just have to i literally use up all my screen time and in instagram whenever i see like a portrait i just have to see it i just have to see it for what it is and then see it through the eyes of the artists themselves and how what they went through and how did they get there and what does it mean uh because you know there's so many beautiful things out there so I guess the reason why they say stop and smell the roses is because roses, the flower is associated with beauty, right? Like it's a beautiful thing to have a rose and you typically give a rose to your loved one or your partner. Shout out to Valentine's Day, I mean, or Single Awareness Day like most of us here. Um, but if you're listening to this and you're taken, I mean, good on you, right? I mean, love is uh, hard to come by these days, especially with all the hate and on social media and things like that. So Happy Valentine's Day to anyone that is listening to this that is taken, uh, that has a partner that loves them. Just know that you have one of the very rare treasures in the world if someone loves you back as much as you love them, if not more. So, yeah. Roses are flowers, and we know that flowers will, you know, even if you water them, you give them sunlight, everything, one day they will wilt. Those flowers will wilt. And I've been really dissecting both Memento Mori and Stop and Smell the Roses. Now that we're in the second one, I was thinking that roses are flowers, right? They're beautiful things. They're deemed beautiful. They're associated with the word beautiful. You give it to people that you think are beautiful. And roses are flowers, and flowers always will, and one day will, wilt and die, just like you and me. Nothing in this life is forever. Even the legacy, shout out to Hogwarts Legacy, even the legacy that you leave can evaporate no matter what. I know some weird people keep skulls, like actual, not real skulls, hopefully, but I was watching this day in the life because we all love those YouTube videos. There was a pastor. I don't know why it came up on my recommended, but I love seeing day in the life videos. It's just really enthusiastic. I don't know. It's just, I, just, I don't know why I gravitate towards those things. I can't even focus on my own day, to li day in the life. But there's one pastor who literally writes a sermon and he keeps a, like a Etsy. He bought this like pseudo human skull from Etsy and he puts it on his desk and he reminds himself memento mori because he remembers that one day you'll die and what he values the most. And this is the one that really, I, that's what I guess this really finalized my, you know, liking of these days in the lives because this was actually the most gratifying one. He said that no matter, I don't care about my legacy. I don't care about anything. And, you know, he said, okay, I know that sounds like very, that's only what egotists say. Like they say, I don't care about that, but they actually do. But he says that he wants to leave this world knowing that he actually made people feel better about themselves than before they met him. And that's what this whole podcast is. I'm personally, it started out of a selfish reason to improve myself, to ensure that people know that I'm improving myself, whatever. But it's grown, this sarcastically optimistic podcast, no matter how ridiculous the title is, it is growing into something that it encourages you, you the viewer, you the listener, if you will, to improve, like that you are on the right path, whatever path that you're doubting that you're on, and that you have the belief in yourself. 
you have that. Like you don't have to wait for a starstruck moment to hit you. You don't have to be like me to have like some sort of sickness strike someone that you love to realize the things that are beautiful in your life and the appreciation and the belief that you need to appreciate those said things are actually within yourself. And sometimes we lock it away and we throw away the key, but you can always find that key and you can always unlock it again. So what is the excuse that we have to take things for granted? Relationships, family, parents, grandparents, friends, so many things. And we live in this scary time in this world where things are not what they seem. People are presenting themselves in a very positive overtly positive light in social media but we don't really realize the actual darkness that's happening behind the the publish button as they say and yeah going through a lot as you can tell memento mori remember thy death i think that's the translation don't let that scare you rather let it be a reminder that you have one life to live you have been given people's lives to touch. You have been given you have been given love in different forms, whether it be through people, whether it be through object, whatever. And ride with it. You've been given a personality that is so uniquely different from anyone else. You know things like you've shown a movie or a show to some of your friends and they didn't really react to it as well as you wanted them to. I've been there, done that. Shout out to my friend who I showed, uh, what movie was that? I showed the movie Game Night to them. And they were just, they will never let that go because they, they just absolutely did not like that movie. There was also a few group, of fr group there was a few friends that I showed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World as well, that movie, and they just did not like it. But on the other hand, I thought it was, it's one of the greatest movies ever made. And... You know what you like. You know what you dislike. I said that in the previous episode. Own it. Own what you like. Own what you don't like. Don't bend over backwards to be someone that you're not because if you are, actually when you are going to meet death in the face, when it does come, whether, wherever, whenever that will be, because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, the least you can do is greet death as the person you always want to become and not what other people wanted you to be. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a year. Wow. It's been a year. And I am so grateful that we have opportunities like these to talk and times to connect like this. This has been the darkest episode I put out so far. I know some of you guys were expecting something more, <laughs> something more uh, uh, jubilant. If some, oh, is that a word? Happier, you know, considering that we already passed the year mark together. Um, but just know that if you've been listening to this since the beginning, I love you so deeply. And love is a word that I keep to myself a lot. I'm l really trying to break away the mold from that because uh, I'm really scared to love again and all that weird jazz. And I'm really working on that. But this podcast is not about me. This podcast started as a collection of shower thoughts you will see it in the description maybe i'll change it in the future but has evolved into something as a huge reminder cut up into little episodes to consistently remind you that you are on the right path 
that you need to be the person that you always wanted to become, not what other people want you to be, and that you are loved. You just have to open your eyes to the things that you like and what you don't like and open your eyes and open your heart, especially to the people that are willing to embrace you for who you are and for what you like, what you don't like, and are going to be with you till the end and are going to be at your bedside when death does come slowly creeping into your life. Don't wait to appreciate. All right, guys. I'll catch you on the flippity flop. Have a great Super Bowl. Have a great Valentine's Day or Single Awareness Day, Sad Day, as some people call it. I'm going to be celebrating Single Awareness Day. Uh, this is not a promotion of my singleness. Um, maybe it is. No, I'm just kidding. All right, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate it. I'll catch you soon. Do let me know if you really enjoyed this, If what other topics you want to hear. I'll leave a business email in the description of this episode if you want to reach out to me. And if you just want to email me, hi, deeply appreciated. I just don't know who listens to this other than my mom. Um, and even when she's sick, she still supports me. And um, there's nothing I could ask for more. So I love you guys. Thank you so much. Catch you on the yeah. flip Aight. Goodbye. Yeah. Baby, 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 why you always smoke a J but like some watch a man to make him through through the pad I'm trying to play. A Super Smash Bros, what you know? Wait to let me pick no karaoke. Don't even know what I'm saying. Up B, up B, and down B, now be playing. Playing, praying. Anything with you, baby girl, it's a date.